0: Alrighty. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kingdom's Queens podcast. Uh, happy Tuesday. We're so excited to be back with you guys. We have missed the heck out of our chiefs this week, that's for sure. <laughs> we were just talking about how it feels like it's been forever already since we've seen them, so we can't wait to get back into it. Um, I am your host, Lexi. I'm Christy.
1: I'm Jody. Hey, y'all. All right. So, yeah, it's been forever. Since we're after, we about I it. Football, but we're in the playoffs finally. Uh, can't be mad that we didn't get to talk at all about cheese. it's Definitely definitely a blessing in
0: disguise, right? But yeah. We missed them.
1: <laughs> but it is playoff football and there were a lot of good games this weekend. I mean, it's finally down to the crunch. It's the best of the best playing football right now.
2: It was definitely a super wild wild card weekend. Yeah, it really it was.
1: Was. What in the world? So, yeah, let's get into it. What were you guys' games of the week that you thought were spicy?
2: Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to go over the Bills-Dolphins game. Um, I mean, it was one of the big comeback games. Um, didn't end in the comeback that it could have potentially ended in, but um, – bills were up 17 to nothing. And I mean, the bills were playing Casey kid, Skylar Thompson. So I, you know, considering everything he had up against him, I really thought Skylar did about as good as he could have done. He threw some dimes during that game too, which his receivers continuously dropped. Um, So that was, that was kind of frustrating to see. Like I thought he was giving it his all and, and you want the kid to succeed and, and, Dropped passes after dropped pass. So, um, it was their third matchup this year division game. We all know division games are crazy. So, <clears throat> um, the big story of this game was really Josh Allen having three turnovers in the game, um, which is becoming a trend, you guys. He had two interceptions and a fumble that was returned for a touchdown. Um, so we, we, Josh Allen, yes, he is a fantastic quarterback and he has a fantastic talent, but he is becoming Mr. Dependable when it comes to turning the ball over, um, especially in key situations. So um, just that's just, you know, not so great for, for Bills fans, I'm sure, but for the rest of us, great. Sure. Um, <laughs> I will say the Dolphins did sack Josh Allen seven times, which is not something that is – because he he uses his legs to get out of sticky situations really well. So for them to have sacked him seven times was is a huge feat. So um, another thing for this game, just real quick, was I, I really feel like Miami probably would have come away with that game if they had some clock management. Because good Lord, the number of delay of games that they had, the number of late substitutions that they had, um, the, the, the two minute drive at the end of the game, like the, 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 the last, the last part of the game where they're trying to come back and win. And they, they like stood in a huddle twice for like 20 or 30 seconds and wasted yeah. so much time and when they, they didn't have time
0: out. Yeah. yeah. And it's really poor clock management on like both
1: Sean McDormand. And yeah, that too. Like, yes. yeah. Yeah. I actually feel like that was the theme of the weekend. It really yeah. was.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It was just, I don't know. It was just – I felt and, – and, and the one last thing about Miami that I'll say is I felt like they were putting too much on Skyler. I thought that they kept trying to throw these like 15-plus yard plays down the field, and I thought they could have maybe – done some dinking and dunking a little bit more like not no offense to Alex Smith but like how the Chiefs are with Alex Smith like you take and, and what we want Mahomes to do a little bit more often and when he forces some things is take what the defense gives you and I feel like they were constantly just trying to push the ball down the field take big chunks instead of taking what was there and I and I think that was a, a big determining factor of why they lost that game
0: and I think it has to be because they have Tyreek too, right? Like you. Yeah,
2: and that's what we did with Tyreek. Yeah, like you well, want to get him the ball, but sometimes you force it and
1: bad things happen. I'll never understand the amount of drop balls that they had in that game, though, because even though Skyler is the third string, yeah. and even though it felt like he was forcing the ball down the field, he was on target for the most part. He, was. So he really was. It's, it's the receiver's fault. like, And I just feel like, well, I don't want to say Tyreek Hill knows better because – he had a thing with drop balls when he was with us. <laughs> they're so. catching with their
2: chest. They're not catching with their hands. Absolutely. It's not. like they're waiting for the ball to come into their chest, and then they're trying to con- – Right. Like that's just not how you catch football. No, it's not.
1: Like <laughs> – Or how you play defense for that. Right. But-, but, yeah. um, No, and- I was and – And Tyreek Hill has played in cold weather, so that's – I'm like, that's not right. an excuse for him either. So. And it's not like they haven't played in cold weather this season. So, yeah. like – them
2: wanting to yeah. use, like, oh, the ball was cold. I'm like, well, was it as cold as it was when, was it something Sunday. degrees? No.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So. I don't know what
1: the deal was, but I agree with you.
0: It was. It was just definitely. something was off, but something was off that entire game for both teams.
1: Like.
2: Yeah. My friend asked me, no. he was like, so, cause I, I called the Jags game. I'm real proud of that. But he. He was like, so what are your thoughts on the Bills game? I'm like, I don't know. I said, I'm not saying the Bills are losing. I just have a weird feeling about how that game is going to go.
0: And it
2: was definitely a weird game. Rightfully so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was just, it was a weird game. Like, I don't know what, but the vibes were just off. (laughs) Like, the vibes were off.
1: Yeah, it was weird.
0: it lasted for like four hours on top of that. It was
1: so so long. I was like, this game is still on.
0: Like we were wanting to watch the Vikings Giants game. We had to push that game back
1: 20 minutes because I don't
0: know. Yeah. it was yeah. it was just weird, but yeah,
1: ultimately the Bills
0: won, right? So they did they did 34 to 31. That's how it goes, right? So any given Sunday day, uh, Saturday. or Saturday. So <laughs> I'm gonna discuss the uh, Jags and Chargers game. And it was both of their first playoff games in a long time both with their promised princes, right?
2: <laughs> with the hair. <laughs> battle, battle, of the my...
0: wands,
1: battle of the blonds, Battle of the panty Martiales.
0: So it started off really, really, really in the uh, Chargers' favor. I mean, oh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence threw three picks in the first quarter. It was <laughs> like every other play. I was like, I don't even want him to throw the ball anymore. Like, I was just like, I don't, I know this isn't him, but like, I was like, I don't even want him to throw the
1: ball.
2: And it's not like they were on the Jags or the uh, Charger side of the field either. It's like they were backed
1: up no. in their
0: own,
2: yeah.
1: zone. It was yeah, their own zone.
2: red zone.
0: Yeah. Throw after throw. It was just right to them. Yeah. I really, I don't know what the heck happened to him. I don't know if it was just a lapse of judgment. I don't know if it's play calling or a bit of both. Um, But something was just really off for them in the first half. And then... You know, finally at the end of the first half, the Jags got a drive going and they made some really nice plays and ended up with a touchdown, but the Chargers were once up 27 to zero. Yeah. And that is the third biggest comeback in NFL playoffs we've ever had. Now I will say it's second, sadly, to our Chiefs in
1: 20. are yeah. <laughs> like,
0: in there. <laughs> of course <laughs> we're in there. Um, against the stupid Colts. <laughs> That's just how it goes for us, right? Against that team. Um
1: but <laughs> the Chargers raided for sure.
0: Well, Chargers did Raider, uh, <laughs> or Chargered at this point. I mean, they don't have any good luck, it seems like. And you know, they ended up fi- firing uh, Lombardi today, their offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So they've and and their linebackers coach as well. So they've made a lot of big. I thought that was a weird um,
1: firing yeah.
0: today. But I will say the Jags. I mean, talk about a heck of an adjustment at halftime. Like. Props to them. Props to Doug Peterson. Props to Trevor Lawrence for not getting in his own head. Like most quarterbacks, if you throw four picks in one quarter or one half, yeah, exactly. Um, four picks. I mean, that seems to be the trend of the weekend as well because Dallas kicker missed four kicks, right? Four <laughs> extra points. Like four yeah. is like the trend of the weekend. I don't know why.
2: My mom needed those kicks um, to move
0: on in fantasy. <laughs> oh, no. oh,
1: no. Sorry, mom.
0: I've already lost all of my leagues. Whatever. <laughs> it was just uh it was just crazy. Um that was just it was a really fun game to watch though. It kind of never felt like the Jags were out. Like they just they're a fun team to watch. And as much as you know, we'll talk, we'll get into that later with our game against them this weekend, but they're not a hateable team. Like I no. I don't mind the Jags. Oh yeah. Um, I like sure. the Jags. I like little guys. I, I like Dougie P, I like Trevor Lawrence, like yeah. and I mean, Evan Ingram, he has like been a dog for them.
1: Yeah, and in these
0: past yeah. few months-ish, and then Zay Jones as well. Not to much. Yeah,
1: mention a huge.
0: Yeah. Marvin Jones Jr. Like, etn, their team just flows when they're in sync. They flow really well, and then their defense just had to do enough to kind of keep the Chargers off in the second half. And all the Chargers did in the second half was score a field goal. So. Yeah.
1: Which um, is great. That's impressive for their It's Really impressive. It's pops really to the Jags.
0: That's a that's a historical comeback. Good job. I mean, you guys earned that. So I mean, <laughs> it was literally a tale of two halves too. Because I was looking at the stats for Trevor Lawrence. So in his first half, he went five for 18 on completions. Yikes. 1.9 yards average per pass. Four interceptions. And a zero passer rating. Zero. <laughs> Incredible. And wow. then the second half, he goes 23 for 29. Averages eight yards per passing. Scores four touchdowns. Another four. And then a passer rating of 142.6. I'm just like, how, that's crazy. That I is literally. literally...
1: adjustments. I believe in halftime adjustments.
2: Oh, oh. 100%. And they
1: had WP, so, so it's like. And I think the trend
0: this weekend, too, that all of us saw was, like, no lead is safe, right? Like No lead is
1: safe. At all. Well, so, and I've always thought that anyway because my quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. So I just remember, like, yeah. watching that game and being like, eh, I'm not giving up on this game. Because nah. you never know what can happen. Never. Any given moment. <laughs> with Yeah. But anyway, yeah.
0: crazy game and the Chargers win by one. Or I mean, the doll. Yes. Talk the Jaguars
1: win by one. <laughs> Last second field goal. Cool. Good times, right? Good times. Good for them, man. But well, good for them. I mean, I, I definitely debated on which game I wanted to talk about because I really wanted to talk about uh, Cowboys butts. but I feel like Ravens Bengals was more spicy. Like, of it course, wanted. everybody wants. It to was talk chippy. It was You're so chippy. good. Everybody wants Tom Brady to go to retirement. So thank you, Dak and team. Um, yeah. Embarrassing Tom Brady, I will say that. But this ravens bengals game was really good. Um, and I think, you know, you got to love a division rivalry for sure. Like, <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, <laughs> few things to make the game spicy before the game even started. Lamar did not travel to Cincinnati. Uh, and I know Lamar has been out for a few weeks now, and the Ravens are like, it's okay. We're just saving him to be better. We're saving him for the playoffs. We want him to be 100% healthy, so when the playoffs get here, he can be Lamar Jackson, who is amazing, by the way. Well, he didn't even travel, Um, and before I get into the game, just Even after the game, Lamar Jackson tweeted out something like real, like, break up with your girlfriend-ish, like, break up with your boyfriend, like, you better learn to take care of the people who are there for you, because if not, da-da-da. And I was just like, woo spicy. (laughs) I I loved it. But I bet Harbaugh has no idea about that either. Man. he He
2: didn't talk about his, he's like, I'm not aware of the tweet of him talking about
1: his injury. Sure. Okay. Yeah, no, the game was interesting. So, again, Huntley did start. A, the Ravens didn't really know that he was going to start the game either um, because he was also battling with the injury. So, he did start the game. Um, there's a ton of frustration right now from Greg Roman and their head coach, who are also awful. Um, but I do want to say Raekwon Smith is worth every single penny that he was given because he is great and he's impressive. Um, I think the biggest thing of this game, which I'm not going to talk about all the details of the game, but the biggest thing was the goal line stand. Um, they couldn't understand why Huntley, why they did a quarterback sneak from the two. But if you're going to do a quarterback sneak, why are we going up? Like, why are we jumping versus actually doing what a quarterback sneak is? was trying to
0: do the like Mahomes dive thing, and it just,
2: or like Trevor Lawrence did his, but he was a one yard out. Yeah. Like,
1: it was like from the two and a half, which is why everybody has so much confusion. And then it's like, if you're going to do that, you have to like truly secure the ball. Like, you, like, you got to like truly, like, everyone had tons of frustration. (laughs) I just remember watching and being like, they did not just do that. And he was so convinced he broke the plane and it's like, sir, you were a good yard and a half out. And I'm just like, why aren't you trusting your running backs here? Like, what are we doing? Like, why are we not trusting our running backs who have been running all over the Bengals the whole entire game? Like what, what made us decide to call that play call, which is why I see why they hate Greg Roman so much because I would be equally as, I was so frustrated and this is not my team at all, but Anyway, let's get into some stats. Sam Hubbard was a dog. He took that interception. And this man ran 98 yards back. Yeah, he must have it's Colin
2: Saunders speed, man, how fast <laughs> I was going. No one could well, catch him. quick
1: out there. He's a little quick out there. But we're quick. That was definitely the momentum changer of that game um, because the Ravens were winning at that point, getting ready to go up another touchdown. So that is the momentum shift of the game. Um, but I will. I want to call out a few uh, stats that I thought were interesting. They only held Mixon to 39 yards. Um, Hayden Hurst, who was really good, he had 45. Um, Chase, of course, he's always gonna ball out. He went nine for 84, one touchdown. Demarcus Robinson, cute. You- Pass Chief. Like, I was watching this game, and I was like, Jesus, so proud. <laughs> I was like, there's so many past Chiefs players on this team. I, really I know. Them. It's Justin so weird. Peterson, Marcus Peterson, Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins. I was like, this is like a baby Chiefs team. That was weird, right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I get it. Like, hey, y'all. Like, all the ones, for real, but. Demarcus Robinson only had two catches, but those two catches were very impactful. He they were. Had 39 yards. Um, Mark Andrews, which one of the best tight ends. He's and been he, fantastic. He was so good. he went we almost backwards. caught Sam
0: Hubbard on that return, too. Yeah. I like, DeBras- was like, oh, my God.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, I don't know if Travis Kelsey could do that. <laughs>
2: <So I'm> gonna, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm give now, isn't D. Rob supposed to be, like, really fast? Like, where was he? He was probably on the sideline. I- he was probably the there like what on
1: the that heck is happening right
2: now. I was like, he's he was part of the you know the, the yeah. Legion of Zoom. <laughs> like what,
1: where was he? Right, well, what's going on, right? <laughs> But Mark Andrews went five for 73. Justin Houston had a big sack. Um, there were a lot of sacks in this game on both sides of the ball, just to be specific. But of course, I'm gonna call out an since, old two and Cincinnati
2: lost more O-linemen.
1: Which is yeah. not good for them. Um yeah. So, hopefully, you know, they can bounce back and recover. I know they're also playing on a short week going into this game against the Bills. So, hopefully, they can rest and recover and get healthy and come back because I, for us as Chiefs fans, we always want to play whoever at 100%. Right. Full strength. Anybody hurt. So, um, the ending of that game was 24 17. Bengals. I mean, can we say that we knew the Bengals were going to win, though? Um, So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They not have their script I don't care what anybody says So We knew, we knew how that game was going to come out But it was, yes, very aggressive It was very physical um, I love seeing physical teams play I think the Ravens are one of the most Physical teams in the yeah. league um, So it was really great to see how they played against the Bengals, but it was also great to see how they unlocked the Bengals. So it's like they showed a weakness in them, which I think a lot of teams in the playoffs are going to pay attention to and use that as a key going forward. So Agreed. That's all I got for that. So, I mean, I guess we don't have a Chiefs recap because (laughs) we were in a bye week. We were just resting and relaxing.
0: really Really quick, what's interesting to me about the Bengals against the Ravens is the past two weeks they have not done a ton in the second half. It's yep. true. So I, I actually like, have that in my notes for the well, uh, prediction right.
1: this week. Yeah. So
0: if Bills and Chiefs just pay attention to that a little bit.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, or you know, tap into our podcast every Tuesday, seven p.m. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we got we give you. You all the tips and tricks, <laughs> all the secrets. Well, we did celebrate a bye week this past week. Uh, I think a well earned good. bye yeah, week. Well earned. Some <laughs> of <our> Fourteen
2: wins <laughs> earned. Earn. Urn. Spell it, Chrissy. <laughs>
1: <I> stats <must laughs> that I have in my pocket right now? Definitely <laughs> well needed. We have some boys who just needed to rest and recover so they can go dominate this week coming up. They, We did see they had a little bit of team bonding, too. So it looks like they were out playing games and doing their thing, which, you know, that's what our boys do. They love to build relationships with each other and keep that bond going strong. So we're going to go ahead and skip over Chief's recap because we don't really have much to discuss, but I think <laughs> it's important, right? I think it's important though, we get into what the title of this episode is the Promised Prince versus the MVP round two. If you guys didn't see that. Look up at the top, but yeah, <laughs> so we get the Jags again. We played in week 10. We're back this week. Um, there's lots of things we can recap from the last time we played, which I would like to get into with you ladies. But then I want to see – what do we want to see differently this time going into this game? At Arrowhead on Saturday, 3.30 p.m., Lexi said it's going to snow. I'm so disgusted. I'm snow game guy. <laughs> I'm so disgusted. Have not – I didn't on. see the snow in the forecast. But <laughs> I just hope it goes away between <laughs> now and Saturday because – No.
0: uh uh, it's changed to rain now but it keeps going back and forth so right now we're looking at 70 percent chance rain it's your weather broadcaster here how fun i love that (laughs) gary lezak eat your heart out
1: so what are you guys thoughts about what are your thoughts about the last time we played the jags and then we can get into what do we want to see differently going into this week so i was actually at the jags game with with
2: jody last Oh, the last right. time we played.
0: Um, I was in Texas. So. And you were yeah. in
2: Texas. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like the one thing that stands out from that game is just how physical the Jags defense played against our receivers. Um, I know that maybe there's a little bit of hard feelings against uh, Cisco for the headhunting that he did against <laughs> Juju and MBS. Um, would like to not see yeah. that again. Let's please protect the heads and the necks, especially after everything we've seen recently.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: but, you know, honestly, like <sighs> Chiefs fans have been where the Jags fans are now. Like we all remember we went 2-14, and Andy Reid came in, and then suddenly we're like, Good. And we were just like, man, this is great. We we have a winning record. Like, look at us go. And I've, I've been communicating with a lot of Jags fans um, the last couple of days. And, you know, th- for, for the fans anyway, this is all gravy. They're just happy to be here because it's been a nightmare for them the last few years. How many years now? Um, of- so well, this is yeah. yeah. Okay. So like the pressure really is all on the chiefs right now. There's not a lot of pressure on the Jags. Like, Hey, you made it to the playoffs. You're, you're in the divisional round. Like awesome job. Everyone's going to be happy with how the season ends for the Jags, no matter if it ends this week or even if it ended last week, which it didn't. But for the chiefs, it's really Super Bowl or bust. They have all the pressure because of the consistency they've had over the past five years. And um, I, I know those Chiefs players, they want to get to that AFC championship and they want to host another Lombardi. So really <laughs> it's, it's a lot about controlling the emotions of this game and the Jags just had a very emotional game. Yeah. I do believe emotional fatigue is a thing. I think the Chiefs suffered from that in the second half of the Cincinnati game last year after our big Bills-Chiefs um, divisional round game last year. Um, so it's to me, it's really controlling the emotions and, and making sure that we are firing on all, all cylinders of the game, special teams, offense, defense. And the last big thing I want to point out is in the second half, I feel like our offensive adjustments – have not been great coming out of the gate. I feel like we're coming out too many second halves and we're stalling for the third quarter. And I really think that if we want to make sure we're pushing through and not allowing teams to come back into the game, we have to capitalize in the third quarter when we've normally been doing well the first and second quarter. That third quarter, we've got to stop stalling because it's been happening more consistently than I would like to see.
0: So, Third quarters um, have been really weird for us. I agree, yeah. I and they
2: used to be have. so dominant. So it's yes, just, it uh,
0: yeah, weird. Even I mean, yeah, you're completely right on that. Um, I do think, like you said, like with the Chiefs, as long as we have Mahomes and especially like with Andy Reid and Travis, like they're gonna expect Super Bowls, and that's what they expect. Um, and I feel like even the guys joining our team, like the Carlos Dunlaps and the Justin Reeds and the, those guys, like they're all expecting to come in here and have a chance at a Super Bowl. So I hope they go in with that mindset, like knowing they finally have that chance Um and really just playing their hearts out because that's what's different. And I feel like it's the same with the Bengals and the bills too. And I feel like I've, all of our, all three franchises are really expecting a Super Bowl this season and it really could go, Either three way. Now, if the Jaguars get it, that would be Kudos to them, man. That would be <laughs> no, that. um but I mean, and that's what's I think could be like a trap about this game is like the Jaguars aren't expecting that. And they expected to have a better season for sure. And obviously yeah. they clearly have. Um, and Trevor Lawrence is not new to these kind of big situations. I mean, he's been in plenty of these. He's won tons and tons and tons of games. He's never lost on a Saturday, all that stuff. Um, now, I want to say neither has Mahomes, at least in the NFL. I don't know about his high school and college record. But uh,
2: but you know uh, what? High school and college do not count in the NFL. They, they don't. So they. It's a totally different ballgame, man. I mean, They're you got to remember,
1: the first time Trevor Lawrence came to Kansas City was on a, on a Sunday at noon. Yeah, like, we yeah. like this. I, I remember just being at that game, Chrissy, and being like, God, it's so early. I feel like <laughs> the stadium was like great, but it, like, we're not I used like, to those noon games anymore. Yeah, so, we, like, we haven't like, had a noon game, not <laughs> the normal. It, it was like not regular arrowhead. No. I was like, okay, this is cute. And I think
0: <laughs> so. I actually watched uh Trevor Lawrence's press conference today, and he was even saying, He's like. Yeah, he's like, I, you know, we played there earlier this season. He's like, but I know it can get even crazier. But then he said, he's like, he's like, I can't get it, imagine it getting any crazier than it was in Jacksonville. And I was like, oh boy, you. <laughs> well,
1: it's right. different
2: when it's You're your one it. cheering for you versus. Yeah, I know.
0: And that's what he said too. He's like, that was, though, for the, you know, it gets loud for the defense versus the offense, all that kind of stuff. So. so- um, <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> I don't I mean I don't put it past anyone not being ready for our crowd these guys when you're at this level they're all ready for this kind of stuff like I don't think it's too I don't think it's too big of a moment for him um but I do think I mean with our last game against them we still won by 10 points there was a lot of things we could have done better but we were also without a lot of people um and yeah. I'm still bummed that it sounds like we're gonna be without McColl again which you know, I we know were, all of us wanted him in our offense with Tony, and like we're all so excited about that. And I really wish him well, and I hope he gets. We
2: better were so. without Juju and Tony game. for most of that game. So yeah. like, we, we were and basically running on
0: Sky Tony and like really early, right? Then that was like it.
2: Yeah, Sky Moore, McKinnon, and yes, he only played in the first. Quarter. Well, we we didn't have Ceh either, so I mean, he's, he's been designated to yeah. return, so it's like you look at who our receivers were for that starting that game for that chunk of time. And it's like, who, who is Mahomes throwing to, you know, like Justin was <laughs> no. wide receiver. No one, probably
1: Travis no Gray. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, that's who he was throwing to that game. And that's what I was wow. going to get into. So the last time we played them, which I'll just cover, we were missing a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but that was KT's first touchdown as a chief. Yeah, it yeah. that was. That's that's great. Great. That guy was, great. Movie was hopping down great. the sideline. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. that was great. Um, and if y'all remember, the Jacks started with the onside kick. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was insane. <laughs> I remember standing in the fans
2: or standing in the stands, and I was just like, "Gotta give it to him, man!" Like they're <laughs> pulling out all the stops. see. Like.
1: And so Justin s- Reed spoke about that today in his presser, right? Yeah, um, yeah he like, did. you know, it's important for the defense. Sorry, and special sorry. teams. Just got a tailgating text message. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> it's import- it was important for the special teams just to be as ready as the defense because it's Dougie P. He comes from the Andy Reed tree. So who knows what stops he's going to pull out or tricks to try to, you know, get that extra possession against us. But it, what is – What feels great is knowing that they're thinking the same thing we are, right? So they're in that locker room having those same conversations on what do we need to do to make sure that we're ready for all the stops, no matter what they decide to pull out of their bag. Um, But I think it's important to talk about how good the defense was, too. Willie Gay was fantastic that game. I can't – I don't know if y'all remember, uh, but he was really, really good that game. And um, even though it was – even though Patrick had three interceptions – Sorry, he had one one interception. I was like, he had three? (laughs) I'm sorry. Even though he had one interception, he still threw for four touchdowns. He still threw for four touchdowns. So, I mean, there's definitely a lot of things that we could do to be better this week to clean up from what we did week 10. But I think that we've seen the progression that this team has made over the last eight weeks since then um, and how our defense has really kicked it into a high gear. The offense is really clicking now on all cylinders. We don't know necessarily. I mean, we have everybody back except Nicole, which sucks. Um, Like you said, Lexi, but we got everybody back. So that opens up the playbook a whole lot more, um, which is amazing. Um, So, yeah. Oh, and the defense had five sacks. What? Yeah. (laughs) And that was
2: before they were really I mean, they're, they're like peaking right now at the perfect moment. Like George Carloft is getting sacks
1: yeah. every
2: game. Chris Jones is going crazy. Dunlap's batting balls down oh, left and yeah. right. Frank Clark's having, hopefully his groin is still doing better. Um, but like. Our, our D line is just playing phenomenal right now. And that takes so much pressure off our secondary. And I think our secondary is also figuring a lot of things out too. Oh yeah.
1: So I mean, Sneed and McDuffie and Justin Reed, they're like figuring it out. They look yeah. good there in that secondary. And you know, it's hard for me to say nice things about Justin Reed, but he has been really good these last two, three games.
2: I wasn't gonna call I, you out just then, but I'm yeah. I
0: said something nice. Oh, look at that! <laughs> Two weeks in a row, Jody. Two weeks in a row. Um, and then one Thornhill too. He's been kind of a ball hawk lately. Really. He has.
2: Jo- I know Justin Reed has said like a lot of times with with interceptions and and things like that, they they start to come in bunches. You get one and you start craving more, and yeah. then they just keep coming because you're feeling it, and you can really tell like they're they're really starting to fly around and make those plays out there. So. Yeah. I I just, I love that we're just so excited about our defense because I don't know how many times in the past, I feel like this has been the most positive throughout an entire season we've been about our defense. I'm not saying they haven't had bad games, but the amount of growth we've seen with how young our defense is this year and how many new faces are on our defense this year. It's just awesome. Like this was a rebuilding year, you guys, for everybody, offense and and defense. And And we were 14 and three
1: with a first round bye. I'm, it, just, I'm just proud. It feels like after the bye week, they just, like, it clicks. Like, whatever yeah, happened yeah, happens, every week after that, it was just like, oh, yeah. Hi, guys. This is what we're here to do. So I'm hoping yeah. they still have that same energy since we another bye week. Like, we've seen the yeah. great news that came from the last one. So hopefully they come. This it was like before. we, and we
0: had so many games without McDuffie, and then we had two games without Frank, and then a few games without Willie. And it was yeah. just like, there was never, like, our full defense was there. We had yeah. a few injuries here and there. And like now it's like they're all our whole defense is ready. Like our whole defense, as long as Frank Clark, God please, sure <laughs> right? Fine. But as long as he's good, our whole defense is healthy and ready to play. So and you know Frank Clark turns it up in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Play. Absolutely.
1: So. And I will say, like, even though our offense is gonna be missing me I mean. I didn't realize this today until someone said it, but he's been gone since for yeah, 10 weeks. Didn't yeah. We
0: look, right?
2: I was just looking like, at Pacheco's stats.
1: Going, yeah.
2: yeah, I was like, just looking at Pacheco's stats, and the Jacksonville game was the first game that he really took over. I mean, he ran for 16, 16 carries for 82 yards, 5.1 yards per carry. Um that was the game he really took over because before that the most he got, the most snaps he got in a game was five, like five rushing attempts. And then he jumped to 16 that game against Jacksonville. So that was when we really started kind of shifting that running game. And McKinnon was not doing what McKinnon is doing now during that time either. So, um,
1: That's a good question,
2: Chrissy. So CEH is, I was just going to (laughs) say, That was a great transition. Did you guys like that?
1: I love that pivot. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, CEH is activated. So what does that do for Pacheco and McKinnon snaps? I don't think it should change them at all. If it's not broken, don't fix it, right? The only
2: thing I can see is maybe giving giving, uh, CEH maybe some red zone targets. He was doing great with red zone. He was fantastic. But honest to God, let Pacheco be the number one. Let McKinnon take some doing like the screenplays and the pass protection, do everything McKinnon's been doing fantastically. Don't change a thing with that. And if we need to put CEH and Rojo in there or one or the other, I guess, probably now in there to, you know, give those two a break, sure. But don't take snaps away from McKinnon and Pacheco. They've been working too hard. They've been too successful. Don't mess yeah. it up.
1: And Rojo's been good. He has been
2: good. That's why I don't even think we needed. We need to activate him. Like, I feel like he could have sat on the practice squad. Sorry, CEH. Like, there's nothing against you. I'm just saying, like, I think he probably could have sat on the practice squad and let Rojo come in as that third
1: back because it's yeah. been
2: working just fine.
1: But, I mean, I will say we did have this bye week, right? So, we did have these extra days to get CEH kind of, you know, back in rhythm. Now, granted, he's not in, like, game shape rhythm right but you know maybe just enough to maybe tweak him to get that energy back flowing, that fire back in his belly but i mean i agree i think you gotta leave pop and mckinnon where they're at pop and jet, you know, pop, and jet. Pop, yeah. and jet. pop and jet but you gotta leave them where they're at and then you just you i, I don't know i don't know and i I don't want to speak to future games because, you know, it's one week at a time. But, you know, do you save maybe some of that play calling for a game that might be more intense than this one? Not saying this game is a game that we're going to not take seriously because Trevor Lawrence was amazing last week. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. I and
0: I think even if C.E.H., like, I don't think we're going to see him much this game. I I don't think so at all. Um, yeah. And like you said, we have such a good flow with what our running backs are doing right now that, but I do think um, he could be a good little like trickery in the red zone type thing because Absolutely. right now I think defenses are going to be kind of onto McKinnon because they're seeing he's breaking these records, right? Like he, he broke, he's, what, what was his record last week? Like the most touchdowns for a most, receiving, most receiving, most receiving touchdowns, touchdowns by a running back. Yeah whatever yeah. ever. For, for the sure. Chiefs, anyway. Or yeah. at least for us. I think yeah. was ever. Something crazy. Anyway, I think um I think teams are gonna be onto that and defenses are gonna be onto that. And um so I do think Clyde could be a good little distraction in the end zone, whether he's getting the ball or whether he's a distraction. I feel like he could be a good little trickery kind of play. Um yeah. that, I, I know a lot of people have their qualms. CEH, but I actually thought he had some decent moments this season. He did. He had some really great plays against the Chargers in that week two game. He had some really great plays against the Bucs. Um, he's had his moments, I think even against the 49ers. So, and then I think went out after that or pretty, something like that, but I don't think I'm not as worried about him as some people are, because I think we just... For some reason, I think it's the first-round pick thing. I think a lot of people just have a weird taste in their mouth about him. Um, But And we're seeing what we have with Pacheco and McKinnon, and so rightfully so. Like, we love them. We don't want their snaps to get taken down. Um, But I think, like, him and Rojo, if we have both of them, like, that could be a good little rotation. Clyde's some good um, insurance in case, God forbid, knock on wood, anyone gets injured. Um, I going to say but, yeah, I mean, it's getting quite <laughs> right? Like, at least he can come back and be there if we need him.
1: So, so what of, do you guys think about these receivers, right? So, you know, we'll have KT, who will be what we presume is 100%, right? Yeah, and he's been looking great.
0: At least like 97%. <laughs> Jody's 100%,
1: right? So, good, um, yeah. we – And when I say receivers, I'm also including this amazing tight end room. Yes. Like, what do we – who is the – who leads this game? Like, who is going to be the leader of this game with all of our receivers who are here who are all playing at a very high level?
2: I want to see Juju more involved. I feel like – sorry. I feel like he's been – I feel like he's been doing a lot of non-receiving work, if that makes sense. I feel like he's been doing a ton of blocking and a lot yes. of
1: being, being, doing, being as
2: a player. Yeah, I, yeah. and I, I and I love that about him, and I love that he's so good at that stuff. But I want to see him get more involved. I really want to see him just shine again, yeah. um, because he's he's such a great target out there, and he catches everything. And so, yeah, hashtag Juju Juju catches everything. (laughs) Um, I just, I really want to see more of him. And like, obviously I love the dimension that, that Tony brings to the table. I think, you know, he was, he wasn't even something, somebody that was supposed to do anything for us this year. And then he's just like, he, this is all bonus what he's doing this year. And Mm -hmm. I I love seeing him out there and I want to see MBS make some some good connections with uh um, um, yeah like down the field because' he's always so close out. yeah and it's like yeah. oh well we'll miss one and then we'll miss one and I know that was a problem he had in Green Bay but like gosh darn it get it together please yeah
1: <laughs> give me some yellow gloves
2: maybe
0: uh, yeah I then some I, mean, I think it's funny that people still want to like discount our offense after Patrick literally has broken records this season like of his own of other people. I mean, I don't get how... I mean, I know our wide receiver core isn't, like, the most flashy, right? But I feel like they've made everything work really well. And that goes into our tight ends, our wide receivers, and our running backs. And that's with McKinnon, that's with Kelsey, that's with Noah Gray, that's with all of them. Um, But I do feel like our offense has been very interesting the past few weeks. Like, there's always, like, one person on it that's doing really well, and then the others are kind of, like, here and
1: there, right? Like, it's not... It's always one star of the game every week, and it's yeah. not the person's always somebody different. <laughs> I, one, I think it's... we could see a lot oh, more Gray. in
2: there, a lot more Noah Gray. I think, oh, I think because I feel like Kelsey had a great game against the Jags. So, like, I, I feel like we yeah. could be taking some of that pressure off of Kelsey with our other tight ends. I don't know if Jody Fortson's going to play or not. Like, I know he's yeah coming exactly. back off of IR, I think, but um, yeah. But I I I don't know I we've got such a great tight end room like and and they they they're all like little mini Kelsey's now like they're all they've know, all learned so, right. so much from him so I yeah, love our tight end room they're just fantastic
0: yeah, and Blake Bell has been good when he
2: absolutely so he was he was back this week
1: right so yeah he was
2: he was back last week
1: he scored he a touchdown a yeah. week ago yeah. yeah on his oh, debut back. oh yeah he was he was activated. He was the
0: Broncos right he had a
1: touchdown I think
0: so yeah. right.
1: But I will say like
0: I will say like that game against the Raiders, I rewatched it, I rewatched like the highlights again today. And it just made me feel so good about our off like everything was just clicking on everything we needed it to against the Raiders. And that was such a great game to end our regular season that I feel so good
1: going yeah, into wow. the next season. Yeah. There's no game there. yeah. in the regular season in the way that we did. <laughs> so with that being said, we are so proud of you. Um this Chiefs team. I was Yes, we all are. Of,
2: all of you. Yeah, all of them. Are they
1: Chiefs Kingdom? They're a part of Chiefs Kingdom. They're the, kingdom. They're the oh, Chiefs. Oh, like, we're the Chiefs King kingdom. kingdom. I'm like, are they yeah. Chiefs Kingdom? I don't know. Regardless, super proud of this team. I could not be more proud of this team. Just like Chrissy said, this is a rebuilt season, and we were not expecting this. Again, I said 12 and 5. So to be at 14 and 3 is like a blessing. Um so proud of this team, so happy. Do y'all have anything else to say about this game or do y'all want to get into these matchups for Well, just real quick, I just want to
0: add, like, even, like, with that um, saying it was supposed to be, like, somewhat of a quote-unquote rebuild season, like going into even next season, I'm almost even more excited because now we're seeing what these rookies on defense are doing. Like, Brett Beach, hats off to you because, my goodness, I mean – like, I'm just so excited. I'm so thrilled with the people we have on our team. All these rookies are going to be with us at least for another few years. Uh, we know we're going to have Mahomes, Kelsey, hopefully Juju. I'd love to see Nicole back with us, um, especially just because of how the season has gone for him. And then Tony, potential of like Justin Ross. Then, yeah. Uh, Justin, who's the other Justin? I forgot all about
1: Justin Ross. Let's be real.
0: There's another Justin we just signed, too. Or another Ross. Uh, John Ross. Ross. John Ross. John Ross. Yeah. So just the potential of like what we have coming to. I'm just like, how is, I don't know. I don't know how it's real life. Don't pinch me, but it's great. So.
1: (laughs) I feel like McCall is going to come back, but we could talk about that another day. Yeah. I would love to have McCall back. I feel like he just might. Yeah. Let's talk about that another day. So uh, let's get into these matchups this weekend. Can you believe that like I had to erase top five picks for the weekend, because we're down to only four games.
2: No, yeah. I was writing my notes, and I was like, that's it? Yeah, I was like, I have
1: to be looking at something wrong. No, there's literally only, only four games. games. Someone called us the Elite Eight earlier, and I laughed because college basketball, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. Um, But, yeah, so we're technically the first game. We'll get into us again later with score predictions, because we just talked about us, but the second game for Saturday. Oh, but I will say we do play on NBC. Praise the Lord. So happy. I just don't want to be on CBS. Anyway, um, but the second Saturday game, Giants Eagles, 7:15 on Fox. Who are y'all picking?
2: I think okay, so I'm going with the Eagles, I'll preface that, but I think this is gonna be a really good game. <laughs> like i think eagles have just like they they're kind of like the jags for me like they've they've had it rough and they've just come this season and they've kind of just tried to prove people wrong all season you mean long. the giants
1: or the eagles the giants the giants
2: yeah i'm going she with the eagles but, she meant that oh, but, I'm, but i'm talking about did i say the eagles i'm sorry I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> i've been sick, guys. That's fine. <laughs> I'm <That's> fine. It's struggling <laughs> um but yeah, I just, I I just love the Giants this year. Like I really do. Really and do. I can. don't think that they're the better team by any means, but I think that they kind of love being that little Cinderella story in the making. And do I think it's going to happen? Probably not, but it would not shock me if somehow they found the will and the way to upset the Eagles. Um, I am going with the Eagles, but I, I love the
0: Giants. So I don't know. I feel the same way. And I want to give you guys both props. I think you both picked the Giants over Minnesota last week, we right? Did. Hey. So good job. Good job. You guys are right. Um props there. I also picked the Jags, but you know.
1: And
2: I did too.
1: We did too. Hey. I was, I think we also
2: picked the Jags. I was five
1: for six this past weekend. Um, stupid I can't remember.
0: Bucks. Bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I was four for six because I also picked the Vikings. Anyway, nonetheless. um, (laughs) Nonetheless, um, I think I'm with you, Chrissy. I love what the Giants have going this season. I feel like they could be that kind of like Cincinnati Bengals Cinderella story from last year. Like they kind of have that same vibe kind of going um i really like dable for them i think he's just completely he's made them disciplined he's complete completely flipped the vibe there um and daniel jones too like Holy crap, he looked like one of the best quarterbacks all weekend. Like that clean, yeah. clean game he played. I was just, that was just fun to
1: watch. I actually um, think he was my best quarterback of last weekend. Like I said that last night I thought about it. And I think yeah. he was the most impressive out of everything. He was really good. Like, so. neck was really good. Yeah. But I was most impressed with Yeah. Yeah.
0: 99. I agree. Um, he played flawless football, not yeah. to mention like his running and his vanilla Vic, they call him, whatever. So. Yeah.
1: I'm going um, him to Danny Dollar now. Um, yeah, Danny Dollar. <laughs> oh, God. It's Danny Dollar now.
0: <laughs> but I do, I think the Eagles are going to win. Um, and I kind of want them to win because I'm still holding out for a Kelsey Super Bowl. So, I know, me too. <laughs> what? Have to do with them, but I think it's going to be a really good game. A division game is always insane. Um, yeah. Okay. But so yeah. many division right. games. Eagles, but so many. Yeah, could be an upset.
1: So I'm going Eagles as well, but I would not be surprised if the Giants did win. I do want to call out really, really quickly. There are three NFC East teams in the playoffs. Still in? That's crazy. No one saw that coming. You know I thought that was going to be the AFC West. Many, 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 many years ago. <laughs> Many, many months ago. Oh yeah. Russell Wilson and Derek Carr and Justin Herbert were supposed to be good. They all stink. <laughs> <laughs> like anyway, I'm also going Eagles as well. Um, and I actually debated back and forth on this one for a while because Saquon is just really good. It's so uh, fun to he's watch. Really good. And he does
2: not miss leg day. They mm,
1: and those <laughs> three, those two plus Danny Dollar, they are balling right now. They are clicking, they are rolling on like, all high cylinders. Like, they're, uh, if it was a home game for the Giants, I think they would win. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my thought on that. So, now we go to Sunday, the game we're most interested for. Mm. Uh, Bengals at Bills, 3 p.m. CBS.
2: This game is really difficult, and I'm sure you guys, like, <laughs> I don't know. Here's here's my two big things. And I we brought up one of them earlier. Buffalo, their two big problems are turnovers right now. And well, they all they have three problems. I'm gonna give them three. Turnovers, <laughs> they cannot stop the run, and their offense has been stalling in the second half. And penalties. Penalties too. Okay. Four. But they penalties. have Sheffers, so I'm not including penalties. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now Cincinnati's three big problems or Two big problems. They cannot stop the run. Yeah. And their offense is stalling in the second half. So I'm giving Cincinnati the edge only because Buffalo has been turning the ball over at an alarming rate. Yeah. And so I, but I think it's going to, it's going to be reminiscent, I feel like, of our divisional game last year. But I'm giving Cincinnati the edge simply because of the turnover issue.
0: I actually think it goes to overtime for the sake that they changed the rule.
2: That would be hilarious.
0: (laughs) Like, I would love that. That would be awesome. Um, I think I'm going Bills. There's a lot that goes into my reasoning for that. Um, okay. You don't have to no say. I was going to say, some I might not speak on, but...
1: Um,
2: <laughs> you need to DM us it. later, right? Because now what? I'm curious. We'll
1: talk about that after the pod. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, oh, yeah. But I do think... I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I, I genuinely do hope it goes to overtime. I think it has the potential to be like a really fast-paced like um, ice cream. Um, and like you said, their their weakness is kind of similar. They're not both teams aren't great at starting the run. Um Both teams have stalled in the second half. And I don't know. I mean, if Josh Allen can figure out how to not turn the dang ball over, I mean, he's We've seen him be very good, so I do think um, I think the offense on the Bengals overall is better. Like their receiver core is better. I think their tight think ends are pretty evenly better. matched. For me. And yeah, but I'm going to go Bills. I don't really know for sure. I think it's going to be a great game. That's it's awesome. pretty evenly matched. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: Um, I'm that's going pick Eagles, and that's solely based off of. They are hot, the Bills are not. <laughs> the Bengals are rolling, the Bills are not. And if you remember the first quarter, or the first six minutes of this last game, they were about to go up 14-3 on the Bills. Like, Joe Burrow came out hot. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but when you watched this Bills game last week, Joe. Um, What's the man's name?
2: Josh Allen. Josh
1: Allen. (laughs) Josh Allen's very first play. That very first play call was identical to the Bengals' first play call against them in Buffalo. Like, it was literally the same thing. They came out the gate. They went down the field. Got a first down. That is what Joe Burrow did to them. They set the tone immediately. They set the tone early. And the Bills played copycat on that. And I actually yelled at my TV, like, what are you doing? This is who you are. So, um, yeah, so I think the Bills are ready. <clears throat> the Bengals are ready to have this game. They're ready to go back to New York. Um, well, I guess it's not a home game for them, huh? But, no, they're ready to go back. They're ready to go to Buffalo. I think they're going to go in there. I think they're going to dominate. They're not scared of the weather. Um, I think that they're just going to overpower them. I think the Bengals are more physical than the Bills. Um, yeah, like, that's all my reasoning. Like, are the Bills supposed to win? Yeah. Oh, they're supposed to win. All right, but I think the Bengals are gonna pull it out and win. I can't believe the the spread on that game. What is it now? At two and a half. I, minus I just, five. It's not yeah, Buffalo oh. minus five. Minus five. You know, the Bills. Yeah. Bring the Bills. Oh, but that's because the Bengals have lost some players. The O line. Because that's it was two and a half last night. But I will say,
0: like, I don't think, did of, like, any of us expect either of those teams' games to be that close this past weekend? Like, neither yeah. the Bills nor the Bengals looked dominant. Like, those games could have they easily didn't. been won if the Stua and Lamar were in. Oh. So. And I, like, I knew they were
2: division games, but still, like, you still need to look good against the division teams. And I felt like, honestly, a majority of those games, sometimes the other team looked better. The you yeah, know, and the damage.
0: Dolphins. The Dolphins looks pretty darn good. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I don't know. This should be a very interesting game. I'm so intrigued by it, and oh, I, I think it can wait. It can definitely go either way.
1: So. I might watch it on mute because I don't feel like hearing Tony Romo talk about how much he loves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God, he's the alien. Watch the alien. Watch. Oh, Mr. he's the January. champ. Oh, Mr. blah January. blah blah. Mr. January. Right. January. Yeah. He is. Oh my gosh, and like I
1: like Tony Romo, but God, get off his. Oh, I don't. That's another story. (laughs) Um, And the last last Sunday game, which actually I am so excited for as well. I know it is an NFC team, but this just reminds me of old school NFL. Punch in the mouth. Um, Dallas at Niners. Bang, bang, Niner game. Um, 5.30 p.m. on Fox. So, yeah, Dak was lights out yesterday. They are playing on a short week. The Niners are not. They are traveling to the West Coast.
0: Niners really got that advantage there. Niners played the early Saturday game and uh, Dallas played the late Monday game. Oh, yeah. I still don't know why there was a
1: Monday game. They said that. So apparently, I think before that game yesterday, Brett Maher, who was usually lights out when it comes to kicking field goals, Oops. they say he went like 12 for like 14 before the game started. So he was making all of his field goals and then all of a sudden it was like, eh, I don't want to be a kicker anymore. So I don't know what happened <laughs> there, but yeah, that was that was really strange. But does I'm gonna say what Christy said earlier, right? are they having emotional fatigue from this last game? Because it was so stressful. Cowboys had a ton of weight on them going into this game. I'm sure Jerry Jones had it, which he did say. He told Dak before the game started, don't think about it. Go out there and just be yourself. So, I mean, isn't that what you want to hear from your owner right before you hit the field going against Tom Brady?
2: Yeah, not really.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, this game was
2: hard because the thing is, if, if Dallas plays like they did yesterday, they they looked unbeatable. Yeah. And, and I feel I like San Francisco, like I know they've got a fantastic defense, but that first half of their game against um, who, who did God, who did San Francisco play? It was so long ago.
1: Seattle.
0: Yeah,
2: Seattle. Seattle looked like the better just team trust. the first half. I was like, hey, I picked Seattle. I'm feeling really good about this pick. And then they just did not <laughs> play the second half. But um I was like, never mind. Never
1: but mind. But I don't
2: know. I've got Dallas circled
1: mm. at winning
2: this game because I don't know, man. Their offense and then their defense was just pounding the Tampa yeah. Bucks. So I don't know. I've got Dallas winning this one.
0: You know, I actually said that last night too. I went and uh, our friends stayed sports after dark, but I said I kind of think they might get that upset. Um, I feel like San Francisco has been very good. They've been very dominant. They've been on <clears throat> their whole team is pretty much Super Bowl caliber, right? Like their quarterback has been phenomenal. They've been—he's been a kind of a plug and play, but he's done really well for them, Brock Purdy. Um, but I just, if the Cowboys played like they did yesterday, I just, I don't see them losing. Um, however, I also don't know if I see San Francisco losing. Like these, games are, gonna be so, these games are going be, gonna to be so good. Yeah. Like, yeah. All four of these games are going to be so good. Yeah. Um, we are blessed with that, I will say. We are blessed with some great, great games.
1: football. Finally.
0: Great football. Um. And, but I kind of feel like this could be the Cowboys time. Maybe I'll jinx it by saying that, but this could actually be their time. So, and I'd love to see the Cowboys and Eagles in the divisional game. Like how fun would that be? Um, yeah, that would be crazy.
1: That'd be awesome. But- the game that everybody's been waiting for because Jalen Hurts was hurt. Yes. It didn't get back exactly. to it. So, um, i Niners. Years- okay, good. I'm going Niners because I don't think the Cowboys can do it two weeks in a row on a show. They're very
2: inconsistent. Very,
1: very inconsistent, and I don't take away my Dax slander because I still don't think he knows how to play under pressure. Yesterday he was he never had to play from behind. He was just guns blazing from jump. Right, so. Uh, I mean, Badek was really good, so I'm not taking anything away from his performance yesterday. And I actually tweeted a lot about it during the game about how good he was, how good that offense was, all of those great things about him. Because you know, you're gonna respect when give respect when it's due. But I think the Niners are better all around. I don't know if Michael Parsons is fully okay; like he was limping off the field there at the end of the game. I'm, I'm sure. I thought he's- that was halftime. Did he also, was he struggling? Was half half, time? Half? It know. was halftime. Yeah. Yeah, could be. But the Niners are physical. Like, the Niners are not the Bucs. <laughs> they are not the no. Bucs at all. Hello. The Niners are not the Bucs at all. So there's no <laughs> way that, you know, Dak's going to be able to run like that. There's no way that he's not going to get an interception. Like, I, I, yesterday, yeah. anyway, regardless, I'm going with the Bucs. I'm not gonna go on my Cowboys tangent. <laughs> All right, so um, let's get into these score predictions. Cowboys, Jags, for the second time this year, um, but this time it's a playoff game. In so, you said Cowboys, Jags, mean Chiefs. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's because I was like had slander in my mind, and I was
0: pulled through slander. Jody lives in Dallas, so she's still. I live in Dallas. I know,
1: right? Yeah, uh, that's okay. <laughs> I love them, though. Well, man. Yeah. Yeah. Jags for the second time this year in Arrowhead on Saturday at 3.30 PM. Stadium's going to be rocking. It's a sold out crowd already. It is going to be layoff football for the first time. Our boys hit the field and our rookies. I can't wait to see how our rookies do. I know. Who wins? What's your score? What's our spread? I think we're
0: like minus. I'm gonna look. I'm
1: gonna
0: yeah. Where's
2: your I mean, score
1: prediction, Chrissy?
2: The score jumping in my head is 31-21, but I'm not confident in that. But I'm I'm going 31-21. Huh? Why aren't you confident? I don't know. Like I feel like I, I feel like my head wants me to, or my heart wants me to be overconfident. And my head's like, whoa. Oh, um, you're. Yeah, go with your heart, not your, go with your head, not your heart. With my head. So my the head's like thirty-one twenty-one. I won't tell you what my heart is saying.
1: <laughs> We're favored by eight and a half points now. It, yeah, and the
0: over is fifty-one point five. I do think it'll be more of a high-scoring game because I think both of our offenses are going to roll a bit. Um. Obviously, I have the Jaguars. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> obviously i have the chiefs um give me what am i feeling 33 to 27 <laughs> 33 to 27 i'll take funny. that' be like within a score
1: huh okay um i have the chiefs winning 34 21.
2: Okay, so that was my head was saying, my heart was saying 35 21, but I didn't want to be that person. So and that I actually good. went back
1: and forth. I originally said like 37 24. Then I was like, 34 21. Because I do think the Jags are going to put points on the board, but I think our yeah. defense is a lot more solid right now than it was week 10. Mm-hmm. So I think um, our defense is going to ball out. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be on the ground. Um, I think there's going to be a few fumbles. And I'm not mm-hmm. even being mm-hmm. cocky. This is just what I actually think is going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think their defense is good enough. I think Patrick might be on the ground, too. So. Let's hope. <laughs> I think, oh, boy. I know I shouldn't say that. I don't want my quarterback on the ground. But, yeah, 34-21. like, right? once or twice. but
0: eh. yeah. Just to keep them honest.
1: Yeah, you got to keep him honest. So, 34-21 is what I think. And
0: I know, I just know MVS wants his revenge on Cisco. He was like the most outspoken
1: about that.
2: He really was.
1: You said the points were 41 and a half? 51, 51 and, a half. and a half. Oh, well, yeah, I'm right on track then. Yeah. Cool. Okay. We're all pretty on track with that. So. I'm right yeah. on track with that because yeah. I do think it'll be high scoring. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And I honestly think it might come within 10. Even though, remember, they did have that garbage time touchdown last time.
0: See, that's what I'm worried about. It might be like the garbage time thing. But
1: <sighs> all we can do is
0: hope that we see this bye week Andy Reid. He is also, I think we saw that stat today. He's like 4-0 and versus people that came from his tree in the playoffs. Yeah. So we're just going to go on with good vibes. Jody's going to be there and cheer loud and proud for us. Oh, yeah. We're hoping for a little bit of a snow game because that's going to throw these no. four boys off. And I'd rather
2: snow than rain.
0: But, I would rather um,
1: neither. Just sunshine or neither. Sunshine and daisies. <laughs> I know <laughs> This should be a great game.
0: Our teams are going to give us, I mean, it's a good It's a good matchup. I actually like this matchup. So I do, too. I like it a lot. Yeah. Okay, well,
1: cool. Let's well, it. <laughs> so sexy. I don't have anything else on my outline.
0: I don't think so. I think that's it. So, well, Next week, yeah. go, Chiefs. Go, go playoffs. Chiefs. I, can't wait. I can't wait for Chiefs playoff football. It's the best time of year.
2: Yeah, I, I will give you guys one last stat as I close us out. Among the eight starting quarterbacks left in the playoffs, Mahomes is the only one who has won a Super Bowl, and he is the only one who has been to multiple Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So, somehow, our quarterback is the most experienced and I think he has the most playoff games by four as well. So, right. Yeah. So he has eight and I think the next closest is four. So this it's just crazy with it that our quarterback, he's what 27 years old and he has the most playoff experience out of everyone in this, um, in the playoffs this year. Um, so that's just, that's just crazy. I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Um, but as always guys, it has been a very quick season. We're already in the divisional round of the playoffs. We appreciate all the support you've shown our show each and every week. Um, please follow us on Twitter at KingdomsQueens. So you can find every place that you can watch us. Our shows always go live at 7 p.m. Central Time on Tuesdays. And then they are always on Apple and Spotify or anywhere else you can catch your your um, podcast the next day. So um, as Patrick Mahomes said... The Jags have been in playoff mode for the last month or so. So everything about this game is just matching that energy and exceeding it. So you know what? Chiefs kingdom, bring the energy, bring that playoff energy and show the Jags that what they experienced last time at Arrowhead is nothing compared to what they are going to hear and feel this week. So until next time, guys, the Queens have spoken.
1: Bye, guys.